Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. Today, Justin Hogg here from RightSource, Great Outdoors, talking not-for-profits. And one of the um, topics I want to talk about is in the not-for-profit space, there's always this undertone discussion about the not-for-profit space is inefficient and there needs to be consolidation. There's too many of them. You know, they're all out there. They're all trying to do the same thing. And if we just got some consolidation, the the not-for-profit space would be much more effective and in terms of especially fundraising and those type of things. Now, I struggle with this a lot because it feels like when people talk to me about consolidating, it feels like a for-profit thinking. So, and we see consolidation in stock market and in other you know, private equity and those type of things where organizations buy out organize other organizations and consolidate. And in all of the experience I've had with consolidations, mostly you end up talking about people being made redundant, branches being closed, and ultimately quite often the, the one of the organizations that are purchased effectively disappears. It, it sort of, it's not like consolidation is used to grow, it's used to consolidate. So it's about shrinking. Now, in working in the not-for-profit sector, and those of you who do work in the not-for-profit sector, you would appreciate that it's a sector that's, that's built on innovation. It's built on diversity of thought. Now, if we're going to start consolidating that, well, one, you start losing your diversity. Like if you have less and it's about, oh, let's just bring everyone together so we're all doing the same thing, where does your diversity go? Like it takes away that diversity. And when we look at innovation, that diversity of thought is what helps us succeed and what helps find those solutions to the problems that no one else has found, which is basically what the not-for-profit space is about. We're about helping those or help finding solutions to problems that the for-profit or has not been able to find a solution for them. So diversity um, and innovation is very important. The other area we talk about in terms of consolidation is about you know more effective way to raise funds or fundraising. Now, again, when you look at sectors where there isn't a lot of competition and there has been a lot of consolidation, and I'm talking more for-profit spaces here, like where there's like a big four or big two, you lose that loss of competition actually loses you or makes things more expensive. So that you always want that competition so that people are, are pushing the envelope to be as effective as they can be, to be as efficient as they can be, to get you know, to make the marketplace work. That's the whole point of a marketplace. If you consolidate that marketplace and make it one or two players, well actually everyone then starts becoming less efficient and you don't get the return on the effort that you put in that you would in a more efficient marketplace. So to me, it seems counterintuitive to say, well, if we consolidate the not-for-profit sector, we'll become more efficient in fundraising. I actually think the reverse. If we consolidate the sector, we'll become less efficient in fundraising, but we'll have one or two large entities that will get all the funds, but then use it inefficiently. The other sort of paradox, I think, in this consolidation argument is when you look at leadership, so at the moment, the, the diverse amount of not-for-profits and where they're located provides, in a lot of respects, a lot of opportunities for people to step up and, and learn how to be a leader and become great leaders in the space. If we consolidate and lower the number of not-for-profits, 
you're effectively lowering the number of opportunities for people to become leaders, which then creates scarcity of leaders, which then will effectively push up the price of finding someone or paying someone to be a leader, not profit. Now, that's not necessarily effective, and I don't think it adds to the space. The more leadership you have in the space, I think the more ability you have for it to make a difference and to advocate for the things that need to be changed. One of the specific areas that's talked about at consolidation is federated models. Now, when you look at um, a federated model very quickly is where you have, for example, a number of state-based organizations, then have another organization at a national level, that's acting as a, a, a federated component. So that way, they all work together to achieve the one goal. One of the arguments is, well, those structures should be removed and just be all amalgamated into one because it'd be much more efficient. When you dive into the detail of that, it doesn't work. Because first of all, the directors of each of those individual organizations to give the assets away of that organization, which is what they'd need to do, to get over that bar and be acting in the best interest of that organization, it's hard to get there, and most directors don't. The other issue you have with bringing a number of organizations together like that is they all operate differently. So to say, oh, we'll just mash them all together and it'll be, it'll be easy, it doesn't work that way. Different states operate differently. Like an organization working in Queensland works very differently to one that operates in Victoria just because geography is one, depending on who the state government is, and depending on what the, the needs of that individual area is. They could be delivering very different services. So the assumption that it can consolidate together and become more efficient actually doesn't ring true in the majority of situations. So if it's not consolidation, if consolidation is not the answer, and I'm just saying that's, what is the answer? Well, I definitely agree that having scale can allow you to both have a louder voice in terms of advocacy, but also potentially get better agreements in terms of supplier arrangements and accessing skills. Now, you can definitely scale through collaboration as opposed to consolidation. And what's important with collaboration is you can definitely come together and there's mechanisms you can do in terms of using that federated structure to collaborate. But other ways you can collaborate and that way you bring together those areas where there isn't a lot of necessarily differentiation. So maybe it's your finance process, maybe it's your clinical model of care, maybe it's your IT infrastructure. Some of those things could be brought together. Uh, maybe it's your marketing platform. Those things can be brought together and then allowed for the individual identities to remain in terms of those charities. And they access that collective skill set or that collective resource to further their not-for-profit in their individual way. That's definitely an opportunity to, for the not-for-profit space in terms of that collaboration. And I think while you collaborate, you still have that competitive tension. So I think that is important in the not-for-profit space. If we want organizations to work efficiently, you want that competitive tension. But also, if you want them to try and solve problems that haven't been solved before, you want people coming at it at different angles. So people looking at the same problem differently is actually gives it more chance of being solved than if you bring it all together and have one person because or one organization, because to get the diversity of tackling that problem won't be there. And it was also often the spark, if we look back at the for-profit space especially, the spark of new industry often is that competitive tension and you see new industries tend to pop up in an area where there are a lot of competitors all of a sudden in the same space that you think, well, surely there's not enough room for them. One great example of that I, I always look at is Silicon Valley. Like the tech space, the tech boom that happened in the 80s and the 90s happened 
to a fair extent in that one small geographical location where there's a whole range of competitors all very close together. Well, that competitive tension, that pushing each other to do better is what made that industry succeed. I think the same is the case for the not-for-profits. By having that competitive tension, by having a lot of organizations trying to achieve similar outcomes but coming at it in different ways, you get a diversity of outcomes that meets the needs of everyone in society and you get the potential to solve the deeper problems that we have through coming at things with diversity and that collectiveness and that collaboration. So overall, my message today is it's not about consolidation, it's about collaboration. And I'd really be encouraged to have that conversation with anyone who'd like to, to pick up or comment something on, on the YouTube. I'm happy to have that conversation and answer any questions you might have. But otherwise, thanks for your time today. Definitely feel free to check out our other videos on YouTube. I appreciate you taking the time to watching. Thanks again. It's been Justin Hogg from RightSource. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.